0: Hi! You're now listening to 30 Going On Forty d Podcasts. This is the place where we grow old better and get wise faster. We hope you enjoy!
1: Alright, episode 24. Alright, we are at the last chapter of Think and Grow Rich. How to Outwit the 6 Goals of Fear, chapter 15. Take inventory of yourself as you read this closing chapter and find out how many of the ghosts are standing in your way. Uh, today is the last chapter of Think and Gloration. We will do one more episode on recapping this and after we're going to close this book and then move on to something else. Uh, how have how has this book been for both of you so far? I realize that it has changed my mindset a bit, but it's a lot of reminder like losers. Never quit. Uh, look, uh, uh, what? Winners never quit, and quitters never win. Like these kind of things. I'm thinking of putting that in my my bedroom as well to remind myself not give up. Not not to give up because it's episode twenty four. Yeah. Uh, sixty uh sixty six more episodes to one hundred. Uh, but today we're talking about this. I'm gonna read some summary, and after that, uh, we can straight away go. Okay, this is extra. Right? It says that how to outweigh the six ghosts of fear. Uh, it says that there's three enemies you shall have to clear. Up. This uh, what I call it, unholy trio. Number one, indecision, doubt, and fear. The six sense will never function while these three negatives or any of them remain in your mind. Uh, these members of uh, the ho- members of. This unholy trinity are closely related, which is found, and the other two are close at hand. Indecision, it says the seedling of fear, remembering, remember this as you read, indecision crystallizes into doubt. The two blend and become fear. So, indecision and doubt create fear. The blending process often is slow. This is one reason why these three enemies are so dangerous, because it's slow, it's slow okay? They germinate and grow without their presence being observed. So this is how it talks about, and then it also talks about the six fears, right? It says that uh, the six basic fears, I just read through them after that we will discuss about it. I hope, hope it's all right for listeners. Um, there are six basic fears. The rest are just minor, but uh, Napoleon you puts it together and sum it up in the six fears uh, of which every human suffers at one tune or another. Most people are fortunate if they do not suffer from the entire six so he names that in order the order of six the fear of poverty uh, the fear of criticism number three the fear of ill health which is worry uh, worry and uh, number four the fear of loss of love or loss of love of someone the fear of ohH I think I do need to overcome this uh, 30 going on 40, I think that's something that it's easy to avoid, <laughs> uh, even though we're so young. Uh, the last one, the fear of death. All other fears are, are, are just minor. So he says, I'll, I'll just give a little bit of, uh, a little bit of the sum up fear. Right? The fear of poverty, there can be no compromise between poverty and riches. The true road that leads, the true road that leads to poverty uh, and riches travel in the opposite direction. If you want riches, you must refuse to accept any circumstance that leads towards poverty. The word riches here is used in its broader sense. It can mean spiritual, it can mean financial, mental or material estate. The starting point of the path that leads to riches is, the de- is desire, which we learned from chapter one. You receive full instruction for the proper use of desire. In this chapter, uh, on fear you must complete instruction You uh, you have complete instruction So you must uh, For preparing your mind To make practical use of desire Should we stop here and discuss about the fear of poverty there Is there something that That I can send to you guys the, Yeah Wait Any thoughts I think it's uh, true I mean just to start off with One of
2: the fears that like fear of poverty Poverty um, You mentioned Just now earlier About this this Unholy tri- tri- Trial uh, trio. Mm. Indecision mm. Doubt and fear And yeah. then uh, yeah. Let me just quote The book again It says Indecision <laughs> is the Seedling of fear Indecision crystallizes Into doubt And the two blend And become fear And then That blending process Is slow And uh, sometimes We don't realize it But it's All those little decisions Or rather Indecisions That happen over A, a long period of time and before you know it, uh, because it, it happens so slow and it, it doesn't happen uh, obviously. Uh, like I mean, it's not so obvious that it happens. Mm. So like, I just try to think like from um, my own life in re- 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 reflection. Uh, my background is uh, uh, a bit from a middle, middle class family. Mm. And uh, I think the mindset always is both my parents are accountants. So there's always this general idea, you know, to, to save money, to be very really careful with finances and uh, yeah. both of them from their background uh, and me being brought up in the family like that, it also translates to um, those, those mindsets or at least that upbringing. Uh. So if I give an example uh, when it comes to um, purchasing property uh, for, for myself and uh, it drags on so long because uh of indecision. Uh I wouldn't say it's fear of poverty, but rather it's a poverty mindset where you know you, you you don't begin to really think like, you know, uh I don't deserve it, or it's rather like it's too far reached, you know, it seems impossible. And uh, you know, uh like and there's so much fear, so much risk involved. And because of all those doubts and indecisions, are uh, that that has, you know, sort of blended together and that becomes fear uh, like, uh my parents would tell me or advise me and which which are good as well. I take their advice uh, very strongly also. But also at the same time, because of that mindset, uh there's fear, there's fear of, of purchasing a property. Is it beneficial? Yeah, it could be in the long run. Uh could it be risky? Could it be a downfall of your finances? Yes, it can be also. But because of indecision, you know, going back and forth between decisions, should I take a loan? Should I not? Should I invest? Should I not? Should I buy? Should I not? And then there are doubts where like oh the market is gonna crash or this is not so good investment mm, this is probably mm, not mm. the best the location is not good. So mm. when that is blending together, you end up being so fearful of, of uh, doing things. And then I think the author of this book when he talked about you know uh, desire and decision, so those those are very crucial things when it comes to uh, escaping that sort of uh mindset or rather escaping that sort of fear So uh, I mean it was in my late twenties. Where I decided that you know I'm just gonna go ahead and then, uh, try and uh, uh, purchase a property. Yeah, so just breaking out of all that fear. Uh, was it still f- fearful? Uh, it was. Uh, um, there's that quote somewhere online, man, where it says, uh, what exactly is courage? Courage is not the absence of fear, but rather, uh, is you just facing it, uh, facing the fear, this uh, despite uh, feeling fearful, uh. So just going ahead, you know trying out to buy the property and anything and with their fears uh they were like, and thank god also that uh the the investment also was doing all right lah but there are times where investment also is not doing all right and that also uh would would uh sometimes if someone does not have the right mindset you would succumb to thinking that oh uh my fears were confirmed oh, it was a bad investment you know I'm gonna lose money I'm gonna be poor you know, I'm never going to make it. That is, if you succumb mm. to that mindset of a poverty mm. mindset. And uh, I think a lot of people have read books and written books about that, like Rich Dad Poor Dad also, you know. But um, it, it cannot allow us to to have that fear of making decisions. Uh, when I just start off with this chapter, I feel poverty in this aspect. So I think for, for me, uh, I think now going on, you know, having gone through that in my late 20s, which was not too long ago and in my 30s now going on to 40 uh, I think I will want to apply not just in a financial sort of mm, uh, mm. mentality uh, but I can think about you know that fear of poverty in relationships uh, mm, mm. in the sense where I have fears that you know this relationship is not so ideal uh, my expectations will not be met you know the amount of investment so-called I pour in into this person's yeah. life uh, will yeah. it be returned and reciprocated as well uh, and yes. sometimes those are some, some fears that may hold me back. Uh, they, they could be some fears that uh, that uh, would actually hinder me lah, from actually moving forward or making a decision when it comes to relationships. Lah. So a lot of things I need to unlearn as well uh, to instead of putting up safeguards to have those indecisions and those doubts which would blend into fear. Uh, I have to work on that. Lah. And I think this book, uh, in some ways, lah, it actually indirectly helped me to sort of you know just be aware of that and I need to see how that goes now. yeah. I think it's
1: a reminder because Finton you mentioned about uh, uh, you're talking about relationship wise uh, it's like thinking about relationship uh, um, I think because we are from Sabah and then we feel that our circle is very small sometimes like uh, in my mind it's like often it's not careful it's like there's only so much People or candidate to go around in this town. Like, like, there's only so much girls. I mean, like, I'm a heterosexual guy. <laughs> just, <I> know, <laughs> like all kinds of uh, listeners we have here. Uh, so, for me, it will be a, a woman. Uh, so, this scarcity and this, yeah, I, I realized that this, this fear of poverty is like, I do have this, this, city mindset if i don't do it I'll lose out. or if i i, I cannot i we're playing to so that's something that when when we uh, when I was uh, when I was with the young people and then when when I talked to visitors a lot uh you know when we're doing youth ministry of course we talk a lot through the lens of youth ministry it's like we don't want to play to not lose we want to play to win uh, and this fear of poverty a lot of times I, I I realized here it says that in this uh, chapter 3, it says, uh, if you demand riches, okay, he's talking about a very generic term, determine what form, how much it will require uh, to satisfy you, uh, of course, we know that it will never satisfy, right, uh, Christian belief, Christian worldview, uh, you know that the road leads to the riches, you have been given a roadmap which if follow, will keep you on that road, if you neglect to make a start and st- or stop before you arrive, no one will, no one will to blame but you this responsibility is yours and a lot of times uh while, while off the record vincent was saying about bitcoin and all these things it's like sometimes we pull out too early or sometimes we too worry because it was too expensive of course we don't want to encourage listeners to get into a uh unwise uh unwise investment or jump into things when it's higher especially like we're thinking about game stop right now it's like uh people who are going, some people are saying that you're going in at $300, it's crazy. But they say, no, it's going to reach to 10000 you know. But for people who went in at 40 then of course, looking back at, at hindsight, is a very good good deal. So they pull out at $100, it's still okay. But I think when when, when all these shares and all those things, if you're not careful, the fear of poverty is like, to be my understanding, is like, we see the world as scarce, we don't see as abundance. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, and I, we've been using Grant Cardinal's name a lot, but I was thinking that there has to be more resources out there, okay? If you want to, if you want to build a strong ministry or want to build a business, which I don't think I'm, I'm fully there yet building a very, uh, I, I, Vincent might have more things to say, you know, but we have to start with this mindset of like, if we know what we're we know what we're doing, we're very sure, we got, we got a strong desire, we have also have to think about like, uh, not scarcity, uh, because sometimes with scarcity, there's not enough. So, whenever we feel discouraged, we'll give up too easily. But if we have an abundance mindset, means like, okay, KK, there's no opening. Well, I can go global. Um, mm. I, I was thinking about this pastor, right? Like, of course, he went to the prison, uh, Singapore Mega Church pastor. Uh, he came out, uh, he was very famous in the millennium year 2000 all the way before he went to prison. So he is a very big Singapore pastor. Uh, he was People were telling him like the the church compound that they want to build is only this big. You can only build this and then the sitting capacity can only be comfortably 850 people. So because I think he, he doesn't have a scarcity mindset, he said, like, okay, then can we build basement instead? If, if the law doesn't allow us to build big because of the the borders of the fence. Uh, I think Vincent will know the, the rules of the, the land more. So he just said, are we allowed to go basement? I think uh, to build basement instead. So with that, they built a 2,000-seater hall in the basement, I think. So it's a very, it, until today, I think it's still one of the master, uh, it's the it's architectural piece, right, in, in, in Singapore. Uh, the design, because they say that like, this design is, you can take pictures from different Different angles, it still looks very different and very unique because of the wavy curve and all those things. But, uh, so for me, the fear of poverty does strike me. Of course, I don't think that's the biggest fear, but a lot of times is, uh, yeah, I miss out. I see somebody win in that game, so I think that that's not a game for me to play. Or, oh, uh, I had a bad relationship. Yeah, it's true for me also. Like we, we had some experience, some losses. Uh, things got stolen, you know. So therefore, we don't trust people anymore. We don't dare to talk to strangers anymore because we don't trust people. But then something that I learned like uh, while we were moving out, right? uh, you, there, there are a lot of bad people out there. But because of a bad experience, we think that it's, uh, uh, it's scarce. Uh, there's not enough to go about and we are at the losing end. Right? We don't even dare to take more risks. So like, like, fear of probability sometimes, to me, the understanding is you think that you pull out too early. Eh? Mm.
3: Uh,
1: uh, so... I realized that I haven't finished the story. Uh, so Saturday, I start knocking at the door because we don't have enough newspaper. We don't have newspaper at all for us to move the house. No newspaper. So I start like, I better start asking the neighbors. I know that for some of you asking neighbors is very easy. And for me, it's like, it's so scary. And then with pandemic and then everyone, in my mind, there's a lot of fear already. Oh, like, people think, and then I, my wife looks attractive, but I'm not, you know? Uh, people see that. Uh, like I I, I mean, you see all this negativity, but then I start to get my trolley, go to house and house and knock, and then I met a Japanese uh old lady, who says I don't have newspaper. Then I, I said it's okay. Then I was when I was walking out to the lift, he said wait 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 do you want magazine? The magazine looks exactly a like newspaper. And then I went to house and house, uh at least six houses and knock, and then. There's no rejection. I got one big stack of newspaper until Steph, Stephanie is telling me that there's too much we have to throw away. Then, when we were eating dinner, I was like, wow, money is also like that. If only we ask, right? People might give you, you know? Some people will reject you. Majority of people will reject you, but you ask enough people, people will actually give you money. Eh? <laughs> so, uh, it's the fear of poverty that caused us. So, I, I don't know. Does it, that's my interpretation of this mm. chapter. Yeah. Any, any response me,
0: to that yeah uh oh okay the fear of poverty like one of the symptoms is indifference uh, but i remember yeah. like for me uh i see it like differently uh, like indifference as in like like you don't really have like ambition like you're like mm. uh content uh, with where you are right so like it's Interesting. i yeah. remember when i was working in church like like, I was very content. La. Like I, uh, I, I didn't see it as like a symptom of you know, the fear yeah, of poverty. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. we were taught like to be content with what we have. And then I like, remember like uh, there was a story that uh, you told me where a uh, long time when your mom uh, was like doing some MLM and then yeah, like, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: and then she, she earned quite a lot and then she yeah. stopped at a point where like she had enough. Whereas her partner asked her, like, hey, we should, you know, keep growing and growing. Yeah. And then but but your mom decided to like, okay, enough, like I got what I needed. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So how do you say that? Like so the, the, the difference between being content and the fear of poverty. Because I, I feel that yeah, yeah. I feel that last time I don't have the fear of poverty, whereas now, right, like as I'm pursuing money and you know like to to be able to feed my family like i, I feel the feel even more as i pursue it yeah
1: I, I think this podcast should be for 20 even though 30 going to 40 i think twenty twenty years old people uh are, are young people should be listening to this because like when we are 20 we, we feel that we are very invincible so we we don't really think that much i think i don't think it's just you i think vincent and myself even though we are all I think when we spend money, when we are in our twenties, even I, even though I feel like among all of us Vincent could be the one that who is most cautious in planning you know? But then I remember, in our twenties, in our 20, when we, start, uh, Steph was very young back then, So we we do all this like both Australia and all those things and uh, together mm-hmm. we travel together. And then I think both of you also went together with me to Taiwan and all. The, I see the way that we spend money. Uh, we feel that we are invincible you know we will buy a lot <laughs>
3: yeah okay
1: because like the next month the, the paycheck is not bad okay let's be honest it, it, it's above average uh, but had we been more careful right and planning it would have been a different fate now so, so to answer like my mother's I think my mother's action right I think she act on her conviction I look back now I think it's easy for me to think like she should have stayed longer because she's the top styles, you know. My mother was was a horsewife. Then she started doing it's actually not MW, it was Mary Care. I am not promoting Mary Care, but Mary Care products were awesome because my mother would would have some Mary Care products for us to use. So like I was exposed to a lot of all these uh shower things and really it was very good for my skin. And my mother needed that money back then because uh yeah, we are we stay in the parsonage home. And huh? that means that we are we are PK pastor kids, are preachers are, uh, pastors are poor, uh, are, are seen as poor. Okay? I don't think I, am, I came from a poor family, but it is compared to the church that my dad, Pastor Vincent, knows that uh, there's a lot of these people. So like it creates a very big contrast. But uh, back, back then, because my mother realized that there's this product that she used, she fell in love with when she was in the US, uh, when my dad was studying there. And it was a really good product and she couldn't find it. Then suddenly she met with this lady. Uh, by the name of Mary, who is selling Mary Care. And then she's like, oh, this product is a Mary Care back then. Hello, hello.
3: Testing, testing.
1: A business in, and and she she, she I don't I don't think she wanted to make business, but she wanted to use the product, and then she wanted to buy at the at the cheaper price. So she but also she introduced to a lot of ladies out there, and then she earned enough, and then she got an auntie who I think is some a a, a a friend of my mother, who has a lot of money, and then she they becomes they they become so successful that my mother was top sales, you know. Back then, in the 90s, she was top sales, I think, in the 1994, 95, 96. I need to share with my mother. And then the downline ends up opening up a shop. But my mother's intention was to pay off for my brother's, uh, because my brother went to a private secondary school. Uh, so she realized, hey, I got enough money to pay for to pay for my eldest son's education for those because is expensive. Now even more expensive, back then it's already expensive. Back then it's like, a, I think 50 fifty to 100 ringgit a month. I think I, I think now it's very expensive. Uh, mm. It's very different because Vincent, Vincent and Kerry and myself, in our school, we went to government, it's 12 ringgit a year.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, so 50 ringgit a month is a lot of money. And, and and back then we we were just very content. So my mother decided, hey, it's not enough to pay off my brother's education. So she realized that she has enough. She got a lot of product And she decided to quit and, and, and focus on, because she's a housewife and she don't want, she feels that it conflicts with other things that she wanted to do. So she stepped away. She told the lady that she don't want to do anymore, but the lady says there's still many markets there she wanted to do. Of course, when my, my mother left, looking back from the hindsight, it was a good decision because the auntie also, the auntie both of you know She also closed the shop mm. already, yeah. Uh, uh, so for her case I think I know that we got a friend uh, in uh, Vincent's classmate I know her very well she also went into very and then she is very heavy on selling but I think she came in into a year saturated with all this products. so if we look back my, and my mother said perhaps she will be like that but I think my mother acted out on her conviction. Uh, I don't know is it the best call and I know that looking back when she left and then I see other people. They don't have the drive that my mother had la. They couldn't sell it like my mother did la. And my mother maybe lost interest in doing it la. because my mother's heart is still. She's a pastor. She she wanted to go back to ministry. So she's. So we don't know, but mm. she stay. I don't <laughs> know who she uh, So, but but, 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 but I think Kerry opened a, a box that I I think like. <laughs> I think people should not... I, I don't know. Do you guys agree? Uh, like, when we started a business that's very profitable or we did something that's very, very profitable, I think we need to be very careful that... Because a lot of people think that it will last forever, you know? Even passive mm. income like that, you know? They, they feel that like, oh, I sell this digital product. Wow, this... For one whole year, this product has been bringing in like three thousand 3000 you know? Wow, I just wait for it. It's very dangerous because like, you you don't use those money to open up a like, new... A new door. Uh, you don't know that. For example, digital products, it will be saturated Whatever good products or whatever good opportunity, it will be saturated into a red ocean. You know, a mm. blue ocean will become. So it's like, I think it's very dangerous mm. to think that.
3: It's like, like we
1: the are all boba like, trend. Ah, like boba trend is one. Oh, yeah. yeah, like people think that, like Li Chongwei, right? Li Chongwei, Tatoo Tato Li. Chongwei won. Uh, the silver medal. And then she was set for life every every year. He will get three thousand, every month he will get three thousand until the day that he dies. So I think a lot of people have this mindset that my hard work will lead me to generate this business that every for, for six months, if you're lucky, two years, money keeps on coming, in, that you don't need to worry about it. So you think that you will all the way to age 80, it will be like that. So I think that is very dangerous. Let's say my mother had stayed in that and her uh, I think it's not wise to think that that money will last forever. I think she mm. should have, have jumped into, maybe it will be wise that she keeps on looking for other things. I noticed that that's the characteristic of, well, including Vincent, I think Vincent got some business, but I think he's always looking for other things because even if it's good money, but when pandemic hits a lot of things, at least there's a three months buffering. Mm. <laughs>
2: Thank God, well, have- business. So, uh, survive one year, almost one year, you know, business. <laughs> oh my so, gosh.
1: But the, the, my, my, my I think, uh, Kerry, you mentioned this, I like it because it's just the symptoms of this here indifference, doubt, worry. Uh, just now, when we were sharing about Vincent says overcautious, over-cautious uh, looking for every negative side of every circumstance, just thinking of, of possible failures. And it also talks about procrastination. I think procrastination is something that I struggle with. Uh, so he says that uh, procrastination planning what to do if and when overtaken by failure instead of burning old bridges and making retreat impossible weakness of and often total of lack of confidence lack of self-confidence definite of purpose self-control initiative enthusiasm ambition thrift and sound reasoning ability so he says that expecting poverty instead of demanding riches. so it's like we already play the game as though we are, we're trying not to lose. Uh, last year was the year that I experienced a lot of loss. Uh, and if not careful, I will, I will try to, I will, I will become very uh, defensive and protect what I have. But the reality is I cannot even protect what I have, you know. Uh, let's say you buy a lot of gold and then you get We don't even know. Maybe gold will go up. Maybe I don't know. But then I, I think, I think we have to keep on Conquering new lands. Oh, that's you think was fine. I think you, you wanted to say something. No, okay. Uh, so that's just something that yeah. So money makes a difference and oh okay, the fear of criticism. Uh, should there be some some things before we, we talk about it? Uh, criticism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, but 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 I think women tends to be more cautious than men, you know. Men tends okay. Uh, sorry if you guys listen, listeners, yeah. you think that I'm sexist or I'm overgenerous. Uh, just based on what I hear and what we read, men tends to be more careless and more aggressive and more risk taking in general. Not everyone, but mm. uh, women tend to be very protective. And, and so, maybe men should learn more from women, and women should learn more from men. But when it comes to taking risks, perhaps. Except for Carrie and you know, I, I think Carrie is a risk-taker. Uh, but in general, <laughs> I think men in general tries to, uh, I, I don't know, I was thinking about what Carrie did with her, her design and building her own website. I, know. I think that's, I don't see a lot of women doing that, so I'm very impressed. Of course, except for all these bloggers, ma- ma- uh, mother bloggers out there <laughs> in general, I think most women are uh, okay. Okay, um, uh, the fear of criticism. Uh, he says that uh, just how men originally came by this fear, no one can say it definitely, but one thing is certain, he has it in a highly develop- developed form. All of us have it basically, he's saying. Some believe that this fear made its appearance about the time politics becomes profession. Yes. Others believe it can be traced to the age where women first began to concern themselves with styles and wearing apparel. Uh, hmm. I think it talks about bold men also. I think that's something. Uh, <laughs> Kevin take note, All right? Uh,
0: okay. This basically talks about like appearance, right?
1: Yeah. Like, image. I think so. But 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 I I my thinking for this chapter, I, I listened to this audiobook uh, several times this like, We we are very afraid of what people think. Uh, mm. And basically, Napoleon Hill is saying that uh, this is actually a, a, a ghost of fear, you know, it's the sixth, sixth ghost of fear. It's, it prevents mm. us from experiencing success. He uh, says that why does a, an average man, even at this day of enlightenment, shy away from denying his belief in the fables? Uh, so, because of, so the answer is because of fear of criticism, man and women have burned at their stake for daring to express uh, the disbelief in this course. They don't dare to uh, express their disbelief in this course because I think uh, we are so... I'm reading while I'm talking. I'm so sorry, people who can't see the video. It's it's talking about the fear of criticism robs men of his initiative, destroys his power of imagination, limits his individuality, takes away self-reliance, and does him damage in a hundred other ways. Parents often Ooh. do their children in reparable injury by criticizing them. The mother of one of my boyhood chums used a uh, chums used to punish him with a switch almost daily, always completing the job with a statement. You will land in the penitentiary before you are 20. And then he was penitentiary? Sent, uh, Is it is it like a jail with prison? Is it?
3: I think so something like that. Uh,
1: and then he was sent to reformatory at the age of 17 so a lot of uh, I think we discussed in the podcast before uh, and and Carrie can can agree or disagree because she's the only one qualified here I said I think uh, the the good thing about our, our parents right is they love us and they want to protect us the bad thing is their interest is to protect us the interest is not to excel us or uh, or expand us you know so when it comes to risk parents will tend to protect us. And because of wanting to live to the expectation of our parents or what people think, what, what the people that we love, we care so much about their their opinion about us or, or their, their points, we don't dare to take risks. I think to be fair, some, some people are afraid of my opinion. So they also don't dare to try out or venture out on their own. And I think that that's something that's very dangerous and of course you have to listen to wise counsel i'm not i don't think i i am always the right person for wise counsel in all arena but i think you should check with people uh, but don't let people limit you i i have this story where i went to KL and study and then my parents my dad saw my driving skill is uh he's very concerned over my driving theory so he told me in KL when you're in west Malaysia in Kuala Lumpur don't drive, okay? You you cannot handle driving. And he's been saying that and then I remember my cell leader one day says, Kevin, can you drive the cell members back, this car? Yeah, huh? Yeah, you got that? Answer, right? I said, Yeah, 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 yeah. Drive. huh. So I tried driving and it was scary, you know, because I got this fear. Uh, to cut the story short, those those words that my dad says when I was eighteen, when I was in Kuala Lumpur, he says they don't of course has to trying, in jail. But I was very scared. <laughs> But when I was 20, I was driving my dad and my mom around in Farah And I still, I, I, I realized that I got a lot of hurt sometimes. Then. So I will bring up, last time you used to say, this, say this, that, but now I, you're relying on me to drive. Yeah, of course, last time you cannot drive. And at that point of time, it's, so for them, they, their criticism is for that stage, but I took it as absolute. So I think that's very dangerous mm. that we... So I guess fear, it says that the fear of criticism... I think Vincent, let's say he builds a structure. I think he or uh, design right? He might worry about what the client of course the client is very important, but maybe what does the boss think of him? Mm. Well it's expose him to how little that or how, how much he knows, how mm. how much he learns from his university. He just that it destroys the power of imagination if you break rules and that's why I like Alex a lot. You know, Alex is a guy that People reject his idea, but he still do it. Alex, I'm not sure you're mm. listening. I don't think you're listening to this. <laughs> first, but He can, when people reject his ideas, right? He can shake the dust off. His, and then he still propose. And then let people laugh at this, like that. And then he tries to get, I, I noticed that in Alex. Mm. But some people, they avoid criticism, mm. like me. Like, so you don't like, tell I people. I think,
0: yeah. I think he has a thick face, la. I think. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So he will be
2: successful. hey yeah we'll, uh, yeah, we'll talk about him on this podcast, uh, but it, there's more to him than meets the eye, uh, Yeah. In a, in, a, in a
1: negative way
2: or in a positive way. Uh okay? in a positive way, uh, because uh, sometimes a lot of us may see sometimes like he's like that, uh, but there's a side of him also that not a lot of people see also, lah. Uh, yeah. So but yeah, yeah. like, to, to for him to present himself as people see, uh, Goes to show lah uh, that yeah, you know, that the he I think he embraces and overcomes those fears, uh, which is I refer remarkable. Him,
0: yeah. yeah I think I think it's not easy because like even for myself like every time I feel this like uh, fear the fear of like you know when I show my design to my boss or mm. to a meeting or send design to a group WhatsApp like like it's it's like there's always that fear lah. but I think one thing that helped me to overcome is to like to distance myself from my work like like it's it's true of yeah it's to discuss it oh, okay this is just a work. this is not me yeah mm. so yeah that's one of the key la. and i think that to have a thick face is not easy you know like it has to be built over time la. yeah
1: i think i'm the thinner face among you yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i <like> just know <laughs> kelvin and kerry you both described I, like, I try to think about for myself also right I think it, especially now uh, like I'm 30, going on to 40. Uh, so I've had like almost one decade of work experience. Uh, people tend to have maybe, or I impose on myself uh, that people may have expectations on me that I have a certain level of experience or competency. Man. So when yeah. I go to work and then, you know, there are some things which, you know, I'm not so confident in. Uh, then there's that fear of being criticized. or like, uh, like my gosh, like I thought you would have known you work so long. Because I heard this before, you know, I had a colleague who's like, probably 50 already uh, 50 plus uh, in the office uh. and then there was one day where where the boss was like uh scolding a bit i say like you work so long already don't t- why why don't you know this uh you work so long how come you you, you don't understand this or you don't you're, you don't you un- don't uh, or you don't know wow. this uh so to me it, it sort of struck strike me like my gosh like you know to to for me also if i was in that position I think I'll be very fearful uh, of being criticised in the sense where yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I should be at the expected level of competency but I can't deliver or perform it. Uh. So in some ways, I don't know if that also, you know, it it, it hinders or oppresses. I think Kelvin mentioned that imagination of, of, of creativeness that you can bring out also. Uh. So
1: can I, can, I, can I add on to that? Like I think some of the people, they, like working work, like talk to people uh, or colleagues or, or, or I'm talking about working adults, uh. Because they they don't want to let people they're afraid of this, threat. so they cover it up with with fake um, mm. confidence or or pretending to be someone that they know. That's something that I don't mm. think that is the right writing. So so for example, as a designer, uh, Carrie probably will know a lot of software. Uh, I think she will know like uh. Uh, I'm, I'm saying a feel like videography she knows how to do it and she knows how to build websites she knows how to but then because you don't want people to see that you may not know other things so when people ask you do you know copywriting yeah yeah I know I know I know and then you put on a, a a face that you pretend to be somebody that you are not of course you need to know your own limits and your strength and your potential but then a lot of times you're not even sure but you pretend that you are you are very sure I think that's very dangerous also because
0: I think you know,
1: there's a there's oh. a there's a saying that, well I fake it till you make it. Mm-hmm. Also, <laughs> yeah. yeah, There's a saying. My my concern is like, mm. you have to. Yeah, I, I I read one book. Where it's like whatever you think that you can, yeah. you can do. You increase 15 percent to twenty percent your ability in your in your mind to increase. But then some of them, uh, they don't even know. They don't have an idea because my 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 understanding now is. It's okay to say you don't know. Because being being creative and being having imag- imagination is it is to be very okay to tap into a unknown land, you know. And to so so I think it's very important to like, okay, this one I don't know, but I can explore it. And I think that I, I have what it takes to, instead of like, yeah, easy piece of cake, you know. Uh, for example, Vincent, can you can you build a stadium, design a stadium? I don't know, have you done a stadium before? Have you uh, so, so now I ask you, uh, but people say that I'm going to give you this task. I think Vincent can say, yes, I'll take that challenge versus, yeah, I can I know, I know. I got all the experience. I think that that's very dangerous
3: too. Mm. Uh,
1: but then it is not to, no, I, I'm, I'm telling you the truth because when it found out that you are fraud, right? Uh, I think it's very dangerous, you know. But rather you 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 be a rookie, but then you are always having imagination. Yeah, I I don't I I don't know how to do it but I can try because I was thinking about Alex and I was thinking about our our church community, right? A lot of them, they did not, they are not, they are not a graduate of their expertise. Alex, right, now he's doing the videography. uh, He's a very good videographer, a director, but she, he doesn't even have a degree, you know?
3: Mm. And the
1: the other friend of ours, which a lot of people Mm. use his name a lot, name-throwing now, eh? his degree is not even what he's doing now when she's paying him well. Uh so I, I think that that's something that that my point is it's okay that you, you don't know you, you have to know what you don't know, but you have to know that what you don't know. You have to know your limits, but at the same time, don't let that stop you from trying things like uh, for example, uh, me we we, we talked together a lot with Kerry and I was like Cherry we were talking about like SEO, do you know SEO? Like I don't know SEO but I can try, you know versus like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like you go to a job interview, right? People ask you all the questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got experience, I got experience, I got experience. And then, like when you when they pay you right the first few months, it's like, what who have I hired, you know? Why 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 doing why why do I end up with this loser? So I think that sometimes it's good to you don't know. You say that you don't know but you say that eh? but I trust in my ability and I can I can make it happen. Uh, I, I don't know am I making sense uh? like fake it till you make it but then I, m- I meet a lot of fake people <laughs> that like they talk a lot but then you once to you work together with them uh, and then you realise that they mm. they really don't know and then they don't really make any attempts to improve on that those areas but uh?
2: Oh, sorry uh, I was just because uh, you mentioned to me about that case about let's say if someone comes to me to build stadium uh, it's yeah. actually because I was preparing my exam for my license uh, there's actually a question something I that. you know like imagine if you a scenario if you're an architect where you just uh, got your license and you open your own firm and then someone comes to you with a project that is beyond your capacity or ability uh, so in Very your opinion cool. as an architect what would you do? Uh, and apparently, in our study group, the correct answer is that uh, we, we will take the project, but then at the same time, uh, in answering it to architects' rules uh, in one of our clauses, uh, it says this, uh, I know it's outside side topic, but just, to, because it relates to it. Go uh, for it, go for it. Says, uh, like it. the faithful discharge of duties and obligations of an architect, and architect shall maintain a professional standard of service and competence in areas relevant to his professional work, by continually upgrading his professional knowledge and skill. La. So, the answer in that exam question was that, yeah, we'll take the project, but because we lack the ability, so what we'll answer is that we will continually upgrade our knowledge and skills so that we can like take that. on the project, like, like, that, like what that. you mentioned. So, it's rather not so much of like, oh, can I, can I, can I, I can do it, but it's more of like, I I, you I'm really worried uh, about those kind of people. Yeah, yeah. So, it's interesting la, that, that, yeah, that's how we should approach it. I, I
1: think Kerry asked a very interesting question because. In my line of work, we have to deal with a lot of vendors and suppliers, right? And I hear a lot of all this, uh, I would say BS, uh, where you ask them, they say they will do, they will do, but they outsource to other people. And then you <laughs> oh. ask them, they don't even know what to do. So, so you, because a lot of them that are is... doing self, So they were like, do you do digital marketing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Then when I start asking them technical stuff, because I, I, I know basic enough so i ask them about like hey these keywords what do you do i know i know but then he will ask me to talk to another guy uh, <laughs> a third party to deal with those things but then you talk to them if i know earlier that this is just an agency that outsourced, well, i wouldn't even take that project so i i think that the world is short shortage of people who are authentic uh, but i love vincent's example i think that like like what vincent's answer is right like we will continue to maintain quality and we'll keep on progressing and give you an excellent work. I, I think that's, of course, provided we, we have to act on it. Uh, mm. I think that's, uh, that's, mm. that's, that's a fool. And the criticism is like, what people think about you now, Carrie, or what people think about I Vincent think, now? Or, how yeah. about
0: like, uh, about this fear of criticism, like, uh, in another, in another area would be like, looks suck. How about
1: looks? I don't think you have appearance. a problem. I, I do have the problem. I don't think you have a problem. I, I think that... Uh, I,
2: oh. I, can, I can tell you it's, it's very okay. I, I i give you an example on that. Like, you talk about that. Like, again, it's about relationships. Like, I, I tried to meet, meet some girls. Like, I go around and meet And Then, uh, for me, generally, I'm a skinny person. Uh, I don't think uh, that the look or appearance has uh I mean it probably does give me a little bit lower self-esteem or confidence but generally because of upbringing environment that has been overcome uh to some level of degree but I remember there was a girl that I met and then uh, after just going for for a day just to like you know get to know each other and all then after that uh no more reply really like Can I then I found out from a friend again uh, one of the remarks but he tried to put it very nicely la. he said that you know i was too skinny she's not really uh like oh. she she wants someone who's more more buff and more muscle and everything so so it terms so of looks and all that then uh i think not really it didn't really hit me to to affect me much to the sense like oh you know i'm no longer dating any girls i like, was uh, all about but rather mm-hmm. i think it, it sort of uh just caused me to think la, like if uh you know when I'm criticized, how how does one mm. take it la, whether I do something to improve it, to build on it, or don't let it define me, sort of thing. And yeah. or do I let that uh bring me down la, to to cause me to, you know, be wrecked or whatever. La. So, But the word, yeah, me, I think, huh? well, the word is not well,
1: fair. I think the word- yeah.
0: <laughs> I think like uh like for me, right? I experienced a uh, criticism about appearance when I was in college, lah, because like uh, I think my college mates, they are like quite rich. So like, so like uh, every time they would have like branded clothes, you know, yeah. designer. So like, so one of my friends, he's he quite like, quite rich one. La. He said, hey, Carrie, like, I noticed you didn't, like, didn't, didn't have like new clothes la, every time. Like, yeah, every yeah, time yeah. we're the same. And I was like, why? Is that a problem? <laughs> 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 it was like, that was the yeah, first true. time that someone actually criticized me for, you know, like, wearing, like, not something new, la. because for them, right, they uh, their mentality is that, like, you have to wear, like, branded clothes, like, have to shop every week, like that, yeah.
1: But do you so, think that appearance yeah. matters? Like, I think appearance matters, you know, like, uh, even Napoleon Q says, like, you dress for success, right? But I mm. also feel that appearance matters as in, they, they show that people with good looks Percentage of them get a job is higher than an average looking person. Now, that's the reality. Uh. And uh, if you, you are not born with natural looks, right, you have to compensate with confidence. Uh. That's why I think. Uh. That's mm. why I noticed that sometimes people who have confidence, right, they have a strong personality. right. Uh, people still, they still create a great, uh, how, how do you see it? Uh, perception. Uh, perception. And people remember them, you know. Mm. Uh, people remember them really mm. well, uh. Uh why I say Kerry don't have to worry because we, we, when Kerry was a colleague, right? I noticed that people give Kerry more attention than to me. Probably maybe I'm a guy. And then like people are like, ah uh, like, like uh. being a youth leader, like people don't really like like young people don't really uh I, I, uh, I know that make a difference in some young people's life, but then I'm not the guy where people are like, hey, can I take photo with you? Can I take a photo with you? <laughs> I'm, I'm honest, I'm honest. But it is what it is, you know? And, but I think mm. Carrie's problem, I talk, talk about her, her, her feature, her face. Feature. I think people sometimes mm. don't take her seriously because she looks very young. Yeah. I think that's the, that's the, that's the downside. Yeah, people yes. don't. Uh, and my company, my previous company, they don't hire very beautiful girls uh, because they said that, that that would be a distraction. They, they rather have, higher.
2: Wow, oh your year. girl colleagues, how they feel <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, they, they are they are city, but they are not those kind of influencer, those kind of like like uh. you go exhibition, those kind of girls where like really, really just give out flyers. They don't like those kind of girls where they dress up, they dress up very, very beautifully. I think Jordan Belfort also said this thing. He says that looks matters, but then if you're too beautiful It like, doesn't change the game because sometimes it can become a disadvantage. <laughs> Because people might want a professional. People don't want you you think Jordan Belfort, uh, the war the wolf of Street says that people think that the sales people should the girls might wear mini skirt, uh, show their breasts. But they say that people will not lie on them, The people will not entertain them because they think that these people are not professional. But if you are a salesperson, you not you just dress up nicely, you dress formally, don't put a lot of jewelry, so just nice enough, you present yourself. People will take you seriously. So you look at Jordan Belfort, right? You guys uh, you can check out his YouTube. He possesses a sense of maybe because he knows his stuff, but that, that kind of confidence that you listen to his voice, right? His voice is not the, the sweetest voice in the world, but it's very compelling, And uh, you know, Jordan Belfort. I listen to his stuff uh, a lot. He hmm. teaches sales, he teaches straight-line selling, you know, uh, straight-line straight marketing and all those things. Uh, very interesting. Uh. So... But we're still talking about fear of criticism. I think I struggled this because I am the middle child. Uh, maybe I don't want to blame my parents or my, 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 my brother, but I care a lot about what people think. And that's, that's why I don't dare to try a lot of things until we have people. I think we have a pastor uh, from KL who keeps on encouraging us. If it's not for the pastor, I think if it weren't for my relationship with Vincent, right. I wouldn't dare to try a lot of things. Uh. Like, like you have people who are like, yeah, let's do it. I think you should do this. You should run a conference. You got people who want and push you, right? Because majority of the people, when you want to do that, their, their, their response is criticism. Uh. <laughs> I don't want to throw shit on our, our, our youth leader. Uh, but she's an amazing mm-hmm. woman. But last time, if you tell her that you want to do this, uh, she says that it's a bad idea. But then years later, right? when you do this, she, she did say this, she did say, I always believe that you can do it. <laughs> I, I think she might recover, uh, forget about this, but then, it's not me, she's talking about us. She, she says that, you guys got, you vision. you guys carry you all up together. She she kind of, like, a little bit like, the, maybe not envy, but wish that she has that. La, those kind of relationships. Um, but when we started out, I think people, it's, it's normal. I think when, when, Let's think about when we're a youth leader, when, when young people tell us that they want to take a risk, our general response sometimes would be no. But when they make it, you turn around, you realize, yeah, I guess I was wrong. So for me, I learned to say that I'm wrong, you know? Like I would tell Jason, last time I think I got some disagreement with him. I don't think he should do this. He thinks that she wants to do this. And then we, we I think we did go into a different direction. But in the end, she I, I did not stop him. He went and do it. And then it was a good idea. I said, hey, you know what? I was wrong back then. Yeah, hey, it's okay. So I think that we need to have humility. Uh, uh, uh humility. Because we don't know. No one none of us, like let's say what we say is true, doesn't mean that we're right. It's just mm. that ideas are too advanced, too ahead yeah. of time, you know.
3: Yep, that's true. <laughs>
1: uh, when we were in Taiwan, Vincent do the video video sermon. I think I got me and Kevin got into a big trouble, you know, with our <laughs> our, our 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 boss back then. But then now everyone is doing Uh, video sermons and all those things even they are doing the but we cannot blame them it's just that we are not even ahead of time we never predict the pandemic the pandemic changes everything so I think that uh, 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 we should uh, we are we are Christian so I wouldn't say show the middle finger to criticism but I would say like don't don't put it too hard too much and I I need people like Kerry and Vincent to remind me like hey don't don't I think Kerry did that to me you know he said why do you I think there was a, I think last week, I, I was so afraid of what people think, she said that, I think she said something in the in the line of, well, I, I wouldn't see it that way, so I was reminded not to care about what people think about us, you know. Uh, confession, because we are leading a church, I do sometimes still struggle, like, is it a good idea because people's future are in our hands, you know, uh, but I think this is a good thing I don't want I don't want to give up,
3: yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So, Especially we are building this I think we have to not. We have to not take. I'm. I'm speaking to myself. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I don't know why. I, I do. I do struggle. Yeah. So I realized okay. that I thought that I only got one year, but I realized that. Well, can we can we do one more fear before we, we end the podcast? I think there's something that. Yeah. Fear. You, have, you, yeah. you have yeah. You fear have yeah. lost mind yes.
2: If uh, my parents passed away, yep. I, I don't know what to do. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Ill health. Loss of loved okay. one, distinguish Fear of old age. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a okay, reason you, you want to. I think if collectively, uh, with ill health, loss of love of someone, old O-H age, and death, uh, I think it somehow does tie itself hand in hand. Because I think, like you say, in our 20s, sometimes you think you're so invincible you live like you're gonna live forever Mm. (laughs) the reality is uh, it's not true like I've I think now in our 30s I've seen people younger than us who seem like they're healthy you know suddenly just out of the blue pass away Uh, some some people that we know very closely and sometimes it it, it, initially there's a shock uh, but I think as we grow older it's something that we maybe get used to maybe not get used to either still but um the reality is that everyone has that and there's no exception uh, and i think when you come to our 30s also uh there is that fear uh sometimes where you think about it like you like now when you hit after this, are suddenly a lot of priorities shift to like we always want to make sure that we're healthy uh we want <laughs> to make yeah, sure yeah, yeah. you know the body can last <laughs> Uh, yeah. A little bit better And all And the reality is That sometimes it's, It can't be helped Because physically We we are aging right? And uh, I think different. All these fears uh, It can be quite Crippling sometimes Because You know Like To imagine Like You know One day I'm here And suddenly mm. You never know The next day I could not be here Uh, You never know And For some, some people Sometimes it can be so crippling To the fact that You can't really live right? uh, But I think we as Christians I think uh it is something that we we learn also that you know our hope is found in God and also that we don't have that spirit of fear but rather one that is of power love and a sound mind that comes from God and um I mean uh viewers or listeners if you're hearing uh, I hope that that can bring some assurance at least that to not let fear uh, hold you back uh, from living well and abundant life uh, and uh, pertaining to this book you know thinking and growing rich also to live a life that is fuller uh. so i think for for myself i think there were instances uh, where i it wouldn't say, i wouldn't say cripple but at least it sort of caused a bit of a setback mentally mm. uh, where mm. you know i think about health i think about if what happens if i lose someone you know my parents or family and then uh thinking about Getting older, like like Carrie mentioned you earlier, mentioned about, you know, uh, now at this age, uh, uh, it, it seems that uh, money is crucial, especially when you have a son or so, it's important to have. And I think about myself, if I were to have my own family, you know, taking care of a spouse and also my own children, like, uh, getting old and all this, like, I think, other than the money issue, I think one of the things which I feel so uh, is uh now that I'm 30 and let's say another 60, 70 good years lah, uh, like uh I w- I wouldn't want to to waste my time uh, And sometimes I forget that uh, sometimes I do waste a whole day. But then at least to make sure that you know I don't have any regrets uh, that I really have lived life uh uh fulfilling uh things to be content and also uh reaching those goals in life lah uh, and at least uh when I'm hundred by god's grace 100 years old i look back and to know that you know uh they were well spent uh, and i think one of the fears is that what happens if something happens to me and i don't live out those dreams uh, that you know like sometimes i, I read uh, on social media like really young people are younger than us or in their 20s mid-20s they got cancer terminal cancer you know sometimes like they they get very angry and question at first like you know, why God, like, you know, I go to gym every day, I'm healthy, I take care of my health, you know, but then now I'm expected to die, you know, I I can't even get married, I won't, my parents won't see me walk down the aisle with my spouse, and things like that, like, sometimes that that hits me also, like, uh, I wouldn't say struggle, but there are days where I think, like, my gosh, like, I I can't waste time, that I want to really live life in a way where uh, I won't let these sort of fears hold me back, but Like again, as I reiterated earlier, uh, what is courage? uh, It's not really the absence of fear, but rather you just facing on fear as it is and uh, just going through it. So I think for me, there will still be those fears that are evident that are somewhere in the mind or heart, but uh, I can't let those things stop me. But rather I just go with it and go through it, facing it. And it's only then it can be overcome.
1: I think like the... Talking about, uh, because you touched about old age, right, I'm glad you touched about old age. Um, Do you guys worry? Because I can, I can honestly tell you that now I'm in my 30s, right? I do, naturally, I do feel like, I don't know about girls, right? Like girls, maybe when they're in their 20s, they still feel that like they're very attractive. And then 30s, like, oh man. Like the way that I take photos. Uh, uh. <laughs> ah, uh, Like last time when I like as a girl, I was laughing about it because like, I look look at some of the girls, teenagers, right? Now they're in their twenties, right? Their mentality also changed, you know. Like last time they can just simply do a dark face and then they put a quotation on their we're talking about Facebook. Back then it was Facebook, right? When 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 I was youth the, the Facebook, the quotation has nothing to do with their face or their look. And then they're like maybe wearing something and then doing those kind of uh, like Post. attractive face <laughs> that are posts that guys, guys in secondary school might like. Like the dark, I think, is it dark face or what? Then suddenly yeah. there's this uh, uh, what, what, uh, Albert Einstein quote has nothing to do with Then they got, they up like 300 or, or 100 or 200 likes, right? Then nowadays, you don't see that, you know, they, they start to decrease. So I wonder, like, in my 20s, uh, I feel that my 20s was a very exciting time. I, I think partly because we get to do things together. Of course, like, yeah. some people, they work very hard. But then, like, when, now that I'm in my 30s, right, now I'm married. I'm in a place where I don't, in a different stage of life. Last time, you, you were given a lot of things to try out. The teenagers, uh, they, they believe in you. Of course, they still believe in us right now, but in a different sense. But uh, It's our best days behind us, you know? Uh, so those are the things that I do sh- to struggle and I do wonder. Of course, I feel that all three of us, our lives are definitely way better than a lot of people in, in this planet uh, who-, who may be at our age. But sometimes you do... I, I do wonder, like, have I met is-, is this as good as it can get? And this book, it talks about... Uh, I'll, 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 I'll read a chapter for you because it's a very short chapter. It says that uh, the, the habit of killing off initiative, imagination and self-reliance and falsely believing oneself too, uh, oneself too old to exercise these qualities. The habit of the man or woman uh, of 40 dressing with the aims to trying to appear to a much younger and affecting mer- uh, mannerism of youth thereby inspiring ridicule by both friends and strangers. It's like, we, we, we think that youth is something, I think we have to blame it on the media as well, you know? Like, like the, the media also celebrates youth, you know? And, but we, that's why I like stories where like, uh, Colonel Sanders, you know, he started his business, he was, he's, he has been so much failure, and then, his life turned around at the age of 60, you know? uh, and, and, I think it's very, I think for, for us, especially us you know 30s is like oh yeah, most of the people they 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 become successful at twenties they hustle and they, they build their muscle and they hustle in their twenties and then they reap their reward in thirties and then a lot of
3: us, you know, I look
0: at you yeah, know yeah, I 20. look at the youth that we like met last time right like they are now in their twenties and then like very different from our twenties you know. Like the they're, so at their, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're at their twenties and then some of them like became like you know uh highly sought after, Make some, and then and they appear in the radio station, like okay.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: I I so I, this one I need to learn from I, I I try I'm trying to learn from Vincent because I Vincent's attitude is like I'm glad that I get to be part of their lives, you know? <laughs> I that is, that is, that is, that for me, it's like, like it's not careful. It's not careful, it's like, what about me? You know? <laughs> like, like, I, I think there's some, something that, like, has to be very careful. But then I have to, we have to acknowledge, I have to acknowledge that, especially when I was the youth leader for five and a half years to six years, directly, full-time, and then for next three years, Uh, being in a seminary and then they still look up to me and leadership they still work for us you know they work for us for free they give their time they build whatever they ask them to do and then they submit to it and sometimes it costs them a lot you know Mm. so I feel that whatever that they reward they 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 will reward awarded with or their reward is like I wouldn't say like oh it's fair they deserve it but more of like I think that they should be rewarded for the things that they have paid because I was thinking about I, I don't think that in any way that I, I contributed to Jason's success. Not at all. But I remember that in the past, right, because when I was a youth leader, uh we were so busy. we were planning other things up. Jason single handedly has to go to the studio back and forth, bring in musicians. He was the one who's driving and then waiting there for three, four hours. And then he has been doing that even when I went over to Seminary. I think Kerry can testify that. She's been doing that there right until may you know and then when we are living together kevin was around we we all fought we all go to sleep at midnight like 11 o'clock, <laughs> and then she's still mixing and then she still wake me uh wake me up at, at the midnight i said kevin you want to listen to this mix is you okay and then so so i think that people don't see that you know people feel mm. yeah, yeah some people were, were like that because they were given like a good child uh, good family background or they, they, they were they were in the right place yeah it's to some degree is true but then uh, he was very willing I, I would will say uh, Alex especially when, when I think about Alex, Alex until today he's still helping people like helping a youth group that doesn't directly benefit him you know because he feels the responsibility so I, mm. I think but I wouldn't lie. Like sometimes, like what about me? You know, like, like I, I do. I it does cross my mind. Of course, uh, I have to admit that I, I did not put as much effort as they do in their art.
3: Yeah, you know?
1: I didn't. I think none of us did uh, to, we didn't give in the the ten thousand hours that they did for doing that, but we did give our ten thousand hours something else, which we already reap the award. A reward or the reward will be coming our way. You know? so. But I do struggle, you know, I, I was, can, can I, I, I told this to Vincent, but yeah, we, now we're married and uh we moved to a, we we, we moved house a lot. And I was thinking like, every time we move to a new place, I will be like, oh, I remember when Kerry was staying with us, right? Um, And then MK was was, was MK the first one to leave? Is it MK? The first one to move to to went over to UK, am I right? I think she oh, left. Yeah. Thanks. So. Suddenly, I feel like oh, it's... oh, the memory has gone already. You know, I still remember th- before Carrie went over here, there was five for us. We do life together and all those things. Like, oh, I'm no. thirty already. I, I'm I'm twenty nine. I know I I'm am I twenty nine? I, I... Is it 29? I'm 29 Oh, Sandra I think Sandra was the first to leave So, when MK Oh, yeah, yeah, gone, yeah uh, uh, so, Sandra
3: left first
1: So, I, I think Back then, I was, I was 29 Oh, man I still remember when We were younger <laughs> And then we lived together We went to pizza like, So, I, I All this
0: But I realised Like, those times Like uh, uh, Like, it was like A good memory uh, Although, like when we were there during that time at that present moment, like okay, sometimes not comfortable. But yeah. now they I look back, ah, uh, hey, we cannot take back that moment. There were some can moments know, that know. was like so can memorable. Can yeah.
1: Cannot, know, cannot. Know. Because like, I remember you we all went down KL as so, well, you know, all these things. Now yeah. we will never ever live together and we probably <laughs> wouldn't want to live together, you know. So I was like, yeah. So so I was thinking like I don't know, I feel that the best days are if not careful, I would think that the best days are behind us. But I was reminded where uh you don't know, you know. I I was asking myself this question because the the younger you are, okay, let's say the 20 year old. Uh, I don't I wouldn't want to say which year is that, but the 20 years old Carrie, what would she Think that the thirty-year-old Terry would be? Yes. I think none of us got it right. You know, yeah. I'm asking myself ten years ago. That so, like, like ten years ago, like, 10 years. that was the that was the year that I went to United States for three months, and I'm I'm there, and then I, yeah. I wouldn't think that thirty-three will be. There's a lot of predictions that, I, that I have was wrong. There's a lot of things that I wish I have I did not have, but there's a lot of things that I, I had that I never realized that it was important. You know. Uh not sure uh, so 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 my encouragement is like to, to combat this fear of always when I dear listeners when I say this it's not that I must it but it's something that I, I think that we can 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 think about like the 40 version of us we will never get it right but might as well take more chances you know uh, and not to mm. see as the end and because I remember when I was sorry I talked so I was 12 years old. After leaving Praise Kid, right? And then, I went to McDonald's. Back then, McDonald's got a lot of playground. I was telling myself, man, I'm going to Lockheed School, you know? I was like, I cannot go to the playground anymore. I cannot, I, I'm no longer a child, you know? A children. I, I would not. I cannot take back the moments already. So, I, I, I'm a guy that's very sentimental. I was like, and so I was thinking when I was 13, then, it was very really difficult, but then when it comes to fourteen, it was fun. Then when we left for KL to study, listen that year, I was like, "Oh man, I'm leaving youth group. I'm not wearing uniform anymore." You know, uh, So so there's always this kind of things. I remember I was working in UK. Uh, I went to UK for for nine months only, but on the last last week of being in UK, I need, I need to fly back to Malaysia. Suddenly I was walking through the campus at my. I'm, oh man, I won't be seeing this again, I won't be seeing this again, oh man, you know, so I was, so I, I tend to be this kind of, I'm a little bit like Sandra, you know, I remember Sandra was, oh man, I'm spilling a lot of beans, uh, the the last day that we were all together in Perth, and then she, uh, we we're sending her airport because she has to leave earlier, she was crying in her car, you know. And I was like, ah, why are you? It's just Australia, you know? But then I realized that she was like, some memories, will you know, we will not get it back. But it's very dangerous for me. It's like, I think that the best days are behind me. You know?
0: Yeah. Uh, Same thing. Mm.
1: But it's, it's it's just different, you know? I, I listen to all, all the young people that we they talk about, like they can, they go drink beer. They were mm. looking for Partners, of course, I'm happy with them, but like, the, the way that they think is, I'm going to go and Netflix and chill. I'm going to, yeah, like they don't have the worries that we have today now, you know, like, but it's just different. Yeah,
0: when, when we did the same, like when we what? were in our 20s, yeah,
1: we were like that.
0: Just think, that it's different, la, different environment. But,
1: we, but technology was not advanced as now, you know, yeah. like, the, yeah, it's a good thing, probably. Uh, we, yeah. we only got Facebook right back then and, and like
3: yeah.
1: we, we can go out and yam cha. I mean I took so many things for granted you know yesterday we were me and Stephanie we were we finished all of our, our moving things and all those things and then we haven't at eight, we haven't eat dinner and then Steph was telling us it's 8.30 now we better go and find a restaurant to eat I got BKM and, and then we finished at 9.50 right and then we're trying to look for a place to to take away drinks. We got the money to buy drinks now, boba tea. We, we can afford it, definitely. Life is better now. But all the restaurants are closed because of curfew. I will suddenly flashback. I remember when Kerry was with us. You, know, you can go to eat supper any moment you want. I think, I think when Cherish came to our place, we can go to eat breakfast at 5 in the morning. You know? There's no more of these kind of things. We took it for granted. So I think that we yeah. cannot... Uh, so we, we we will go supper at midnight in KK as well you know like this we don't do that anymore you know so mm-hmm. I think the fear of old OH age also reminds me to cherish the now and don't focus so much on the future and the past you know yeah true. how we can plan uh, I, I don't know I, I think mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, I look at my my 20s I feel that I'm more attractive back then than now you know like now I, <laughs> Receding hairline, my dental got problem. <laughs> didn't take it. You you did not take care of yourself. You know,
2: uh, eh. all it takes is yes. just one night where you don't sleep properly. Uh, then the whole week already you know, your yeah. whole body oh <laughs> yeah. Oh my god.
0: Okay.
1: So 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 I, I I couldn't phantom, I look at Carrie also like, he's she's talking up with right them. Then her, her her handsome son starts crying. She has to attend. So it's, it's a very different ball game. But it's it's. It's very dangerous for us to sometimes I think, I, I think, think uh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, for me like uh, when I first had Louis, which is yeah. my son like yeah. the first two months was like the longest <laughs> longest years longest days for me like I thought like, I couldn't oh imagine my gosh, yeah. how could I, how am I gonna survive with this kid <laughs> but uh, to think that right like uh, like it's uh, I reminded myself this is just temporary. This is just temporary. It's gonna get better. Lah.
2: <laughs> Your son is a long term investment, 18 years investment. Yeah,
0: I mean, yeah, what I meant was the sleepless night. Uh, that will phase out soon. Lah. Like it's not permanent. <laughs> but do what? you
1: do you see do you see that it's like a level unlocked, you know? You 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 unlock a level that you uh, Both me and Vincent And many people Did not unlock Like the parenting level You know I think that sometimes It's like Yeah I I, I, I have I uh, have Great me, respect for mothers yeah. uh,
0: For me I have fear of like Like When If he reach a teenage Age Like Like like, Am I gonna <laughs> be able to You know Teach him Will he listen I, I, think, I think He won't listen
2: i you He won't listen, <laughs> like, well, this... he won't listen I, uh, I'm not a parent <laughs> yet la, But I saw a lot of parents Always say this uh, That before you know it, your kids grow up really fast And you you miss or you cherish these moments That you won't oh get back So I think as much as yeah. it was what now I think you still can enjoy like There's this quote uh, We always maybe heard it before Life is not measured by the amounts of breath we take But the moments mm-hmm. that take your breath away la. So to cherish these moments And then finally uh, yesterday I was watching all these Marvel <laughs> clips on YouTube And then I came across this Tony Stark, he was talking about uh parenting ma, with his father. And then his his father was asking him, like, you know, how do you do it? La? How do you take care of your kid, your child and all then Tony Stark just said, yeah, uh, it comes along the way. Civil la.
1: War. Civil War,
2: that
1: one. Yeah.
2: Uh? Civil War. No, no, no. The end, end game one, la, where they all go back in time oh. one. Ma. Oh, then Tony Stark yeah, met yeah, his yeah, father. Yeah, ma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, uh, he was just talking about telling his father, like, how to take care of the kid. Because he also has a daughter. Ma. And then he was just saying... Every day is every day Taking one step at a time uh. So when it's a teenager you know, One step at a time uh. When it's a young adult Taking one step at a time Also uh. But I'm not a parent mm-hmm. yet la. I haven't <laughs> Unlocked <laughs> Achievements my, my, so, my, Until my, it comes away,
1: My takeaway My is like Now that we are 30, And we have a mother But uh, we had Someone who is Nine years Working in a company Whereas Maybe some of A few uh, Not a lot of, Some of his friends uh, Left the firm And then went And do great things uh, It's like and of course, me, I also got my, like, I'm still working through my life and all the, it's like to take more risks, you know, like, I we have said that we have made bad investments, bad choices, but to not look back and regret, like, not trying things, so that's something that I, 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 I might take away from this, you know, it's like, the best days are not behind me, and, and like even for Carrie now, she has a son. But I think I think it would be something that's very I if if I have a son right, uh, if I have a daughter, I I try not to I try to avoid hanging out with people where like yeah Lord, my whole life I've been looking after my kids so I not pursue my own dreams because yeah Lord, my like you blame blame it on your kid, which I don't I don't hmm. see that in in Carrie she's like I'm still going to hustle I'm still going to like I don't know how to do it and all, all those things so I think. That's, that's the takeaway because he he says that the key, the habit of killing off initiative and imagination and self self reliance because you falsely believe you are too old to exercise these qualities so I think that's something that uh we have to mm. yeah uh, I I remember I had this conversation with this uh, uh this lecturers are uh, this all these all these professors they are doctors they you, you, they have a lot of PhD. And then they were talking about how this uh, Top Growth and Supermax, all these growth companies suddenly 10X their company. And then like a lot of people were like, people who have fear, right? They will be like, oh, I missed the the, the, the train. Right? They are all in their 40s and 50s. Uh. Then they say to each other and they say to me, well, we got ten years to prepare ourselves for the next one. You see, their mindset yeah. is very, very different start yeah. saving up for the next the next ten years. There will be another pandemic. Then we will get <laughs> all the money and will become will become rich. You know, so so I, I hope that's something that so we we'll wait for our next seven years. You know, and <laughs> prepare for it. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Uh before we end, anything to add, Kerry and Vincent?
2: I think I'm good just uh have that mindset lah, to overcome these fears and don't let them stop you from going out there and making a difference lah.
1: okay cherry
0: uh, oh okay uh, I think that uh, yeah keep keep pursuing lah, like uh, the, the the good days not the best days are not behind us la. it's ahead of us la. yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. okay this is episode yeah. 24 All Right. see you uh, see you guys on the next one hope you enjoyed this if you like more of this content do follow us and do follow us on, uh, subscribe to us on Spotify goodbye bye, bye.
3: bye. thank you